0: There's a Zen proverb that says it takes a wise man to learn from his mistakes, but an even wiser man to learn from others. This is Raw Rants. Raw Rants. Business and life is hard. And on this show, you'll hear from people that have been through it all. The ups, the downs, the struggles, and the wins. Get ready for a real, direct, unscripted, fun and thought-provoking podcast this is raw rants your host is a dad who built six companies he's a serial entrepreneur angel investor soccer club co-owner who's lived in europe asia and north america oh and he's a dog dad stefan tieringer
1: Folks, when you hear this music, you know where you are. And that ooh brings you back to where? To Raw Rants. I would love to welcome all the old friends and welcome to all the new friends. And you know when we play this music, I'm going to tell you about someone who is with us today. This individual is a weightlifter. And holy shit, can he lift some weight. We're going to give you a little bit something. He is and was, still is a competitive athlete, but he also was a pro competitive athlete. The guy is probably more world-traveled than I am. And if you know me a little bit, you know that means something. He speaks five languages. One of the things that really connects him and I is we can speak German to each other. He's got the best name you've ever heard, probably, in 2020 and 2021. He was also involved in hip-hop music. Which is, we're going to do, before we bring him on, we're going to do this. This is just for him. And he's got the most tasty, best last name you can have when you're French. And it is with me today. I am so honored. This guy right here looking at me. Denis Champagne. I'd love a glass of champagne right now, matter of fact. Denis, it is so good to see you. And just for you, right? We're going to bring it on. It's great to have you here, my friend. I'm so honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making time for us, for me. Um, sharing some of your story. All the things you've done, you're doing. Um, and some of the things you and I speak a lot about is also the things we struggle with. So I know we're going to talk about some of that as well. Welcome.
2: Thank you so much, Stefan. It's a real honor. And I'm so happy that I've met you. Honestly. Same here.
1: Thank you. So, Denis, you have, I, I don't even know where to start. I think one of the things that really connected us, and thank you for that, you were attending my coffee chat. Uh, and that's how we got connected through someone else, actually, a mutual friend. Yes. Um, which is which is Awesome. And um, you know, I I I get to learn a lot of your perspectives, your thinking, your spiritual side as well. Uh, I want to talk about that a little bit as well, what keeps you grounded. Um and you know, all the things that you've learned in the course of life, which are habituation, rituals, the discipline you hold also on the sports side, which helps you, I know, also on the professional side and in the business you do. Um, you are obviously also a serial entrepreneur. Um but let's get a little bit more specific. So, so I'll leave it up to you. you know, where do you want to start? Tell us a little bit about you. Maybe you know, the sports pro career, people always are attracted to that piece. Uh, and I know there's a whole story there.
2: Go. Well, uh, you know, we met and friendship is probably, for me, the most important kind of relationship one can have. In the world, my mentor, I'm a practicing Buddhist for the last 20 years. And this man um, has spent 70 years of his life uh, devoted to world peace and world happiness, human happiness. And so one of the things that I remember from his guidance is friendship is the most important relationship. And talking about friendship, not without starting with a very, you know, kind of tough moment. But two days ago, my oldest friend passed away. In mm-hmm. Italy after 39 years of friendship. Mm. So it's quite apropos that you and I are today here creating one because I don't want to stop creating friendships but we have to be careful uh, are we a good friend to ourselves. Mm. And So Buddhism was the way for me to understand how to learn to appreciate myself and it's <laughs> let me tell you it's a work in progress. <laughs>
1: I, lo- I love that I think you're bringing up such a good point. I mean uh, a lot of the listeners here, if you're a new friend let me let me remind old friends but also invite the new friends to think about one of the things that comes up for me a lot is the not good enough right And you just said something be a good friend to myself uh, honor yourself, self-care, nurture yourself, stop making yourself wrong, beating yourself up. One of the things that I remember vividly years and years and years ago somebody said, in the context of a therapy meeting, which was a group meeting, uh, that individual said, and he actually has become a great friend as well, he said, um, I'm trying to recall it correctly, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a a horrible person. I've just made some really bad choices. And I think that's something, you and I have spoken about this long before, this this pod. Um, Talk about that a little bit, kind of the the self-care, the nurture the the, the the positive self-talk versus the negative self-talk we do a lot in putting ourselves down and pulling ourselves down. Can, can we talk about that a little bit?
2: Well, I'm, you know, I'm, sure, I'm not ne- necessarily a, a real expert at that because I'm still working it through.
1: We all um, are, right?
2: <laughs> but in our early lives, the people that were surrounding us may have had some impact on us. Yeah. Um, and words, you know, they say sticks and stones can hurt my bones, but names will never hurt me. I think that's a crock of baloney. I think that I prefer you get a stone or a, you know, a, a wooden spat hit me and not give me words and names and insult me and hurt me. Um, and sometimes the ones who can hurt you the most are the closest to you. Yeah. Uh, so we have to be careful. Um, and, we have to learn to uh, we have to learn to learn mm. we have to learn to learn and um, in my in my particular case uh, turning to Buddhism is after having gone bankrupt having been arrested by a girlfriend for conjugal violence uh, a number of other things that just a bad time of my life where my mother passed away my partner kicked me out I was just on the verge of bankruptcy and I had a a lady friend that moved in quickly with me after a divorce. So you can see four major Mm -hmm. events that exacerbates a person's life. You can't come out of this without any scars, but scars do scar and they create a scar. But your bones break. And at that point in the bone, it never breaks again. That point in your bone that heals will never be broken again. That's one of the interesting biochemical hmm. processes of our lives, yeah. metaphorically speaking. So um, you can't be afraid to try things. You can't be afraid to, to, to. If you're frozen, if you're held back, you'll never know. You know, there's a saying in Buddhism: if you if it takes 12 days to land at the at the ca- at the capital to see the moon shine over the capital, if you stop on the 11th day, you'll never see the moon.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So you have to keep going. Um, so you know, my friend taught me that. Who passed away? He was a philosopher. Uh, and uh, so, it's continuing to f- seek friendships, to be friend, to be a friend to yourself is like it. It's it's not easy. Uh, you know, right, nothing right, is easy that's right. worthwhile. I don't have an answer. I don't have a magic wand. Just my my path was through sport. I learned a lot about self esteem. I had natural talent. Even when I was seven years old, I became the best one of the best athletes in a thirteen year old camp, uh as a little boy. Uh so I used what I used because I was I loved it and I was good at it. Um, yep, yep. and music and, and language because they were inter intimately related. Those were the things that helped me to become I love it. You know. At least willing to grow and uh, and uh I've made some you know I love it sometimes you take medication sometimes you have to do surgery
1: yeah yeah sometimes you got to do you got to do both let's talk about you know the the I think what's important also for our listeners is what is kind of the takeaway what's kind of the learning lesson from it right what's kind of if if people who are listening if they're stuck they're maybe kind of in a Maybe they're in a little bit of a rut. Maybe they're at that, maybe it's the moment of bankruptcy. Maybe it's for entrepreneurs. Sometimes it's knowing when it's the time to give up that your company is not working or you've invested into something that's not happening what you thought it is. So there's a realization when then it comes the rebuilding process. It sounds, and I know that, and you were gracious enough to share it with me before, that you had rebuilding processes, not just you had to go through it. I mean, you alluded to a few of them. But there's also a practice you've developed out of it, which now when somebody goes through that, because you also support and serve people in the context of coaching, when people go through this, well, what is it, you know, that you would say, well, you know what, when you go through this, this is what has helped me and probably can help you. Are there one, two, three things you can share?
2: Well, first of all, I would say congratulations because you're growing. Yeah. Congratulations. You are amongst a team of winners. Losers lose. What do they lose? They lose their will. Yeah. Mm. If you're there and you're willing to will, and you're be happy that after the winter comes spring. Winter always turns to spring. Never forget that. This is temporary, it is not permanent. You are worthy of it. And seek a mentor. Seek a caring friend you don't need 14 friends you need one that cares
1: such a great point Uh, friendships i think you know what do we call friends i think facebook now meta is not helping us there in saying oh you're a friend well what does that mean it's kind of this this public acclaim of i got one i got two i got a hundred i got a thousand i got you know whatever the number is now limited five thousand friends um, which I always looked at, that's a complete and utter self-deceit and, and bullshit. Um, what have friendships, I mean, you just, and I'm so sorry to hear about your friend in Italy, um, what have friendships meant to you?
2: It saved my life, because there was a time when Severio, it's his name, uh, was rough and tough enough with me, <laughs> and firm um, the Buddha says that kind words are not necessarily friendship words mm. they can actually bring you down to hell just like in the, the serpent in the tree in Adam and Eve <laughs> yeah. very smooth talking yeah. very nice and very seductive but he's taking you to hell whilst others are yelling at you but they are your best friends so it depends about, we talk about vocal tone, right? yeah. we talk about yeah. voice, and also the power of the words. Yeah. So you can have a soft voice and send you to hell, and you can have harsh words to send you to heaven with <laughs> voice. So yelling to you with the right words means they care for you. Others will be kind and soft-spoken and are sending you to hell therefore there's dichotomy in vocal quality words chosen and you got to be careful you got to be you know aware of that and that takes time so stick to if it's your mother my mother was a best friend of mine yeah So, you know i say what would her what would she think you know of this and then my mentor daisaku ikeda my buddhist uh, mentor what would sensei think about this and you know you would say chant and pray to reveal the best in you and you'll be able to make the decision but you don't make a decision where you're down and you're suffering that's the worst time to make a decision bring yourself back up to a level of appreciation for yourself by being around people who love you and that's the time to make a decision out mm. of a state of mind that's positive
1: Yeah, so kind of personal strength is kind of the underlying foundation.
2: Right. The foundation of a decision is based in its inner life condition that you inhabit you when you make that decision.
1: I love it. Let's talk about strength for a moment. I mean, I've seen videos of you pushing what? Where we're at, 385, 390 now,
2: 395? I'm 395 on my squat and 410 on my deadlift.
1: Shit, guys, I've never tried it, but whoever who are weightlifters, I think – Denis, you're in the top one percent in the in North America at this point.
2: In the world for
1: uh, my age, for my age. In the age group, but yeah. So I mean, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And you can tell the power that that moves into those legs when he pushes this thing up. Uh, talk to us about your your regiment a little bit. You know, we talked about habituation rituals, and how does strength training serve you in your day to day life? And and how does that make you? We just talked about it, right? Make decisions from a position of strength when you feel good about yourself. How does that connect? And and how can you help our listeners understand and our viewers? How does that connect for you? But how can it potentially also connect for them?
2: Well, I, I seek three things. Um, my mentor's mentor, before you know, he became the the, the guiding president of our lay Buddhist organization. Uh, was very sick after being jailed because of his negative thoughts in Japan and in World War II. Mm-hmm. You know, they were my, in those days, there were police of the mind. That's how crazy Japan was right. at that time. Right. And uh, he became very, very sick from being incarcerated in a very small cell. And I'm sure he wasn't exactly the most pristine hygienic uh, jail cell And he became very, very sick and he's promised and he exhorted and implored upon every one of his practitioner members to become strong. And he talked about three strengths, physical strength, spiritual strength and intellectual strength. So those are my three uh, goals is to be strength, strong in all three areas. If you're all of those things you have, you'll be fine. You'll come out pretty well and emerge you may not emerge unscathed completely but you know a real true a real true navigator is someone that has been through the storms you cannot navigate a boat if you don't know what a storm is right so developing physical strength so my training regimen is to go to the gym and do some very heavy uh, compound movements I do four lifts that's twice a week because you need a lot of rest at my age and eat and sleep lots And I have my Buddhist chanting morning and evening that allows me to always bring myself back to a better life condition to continue my transformation because it's ongoing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, intellectually, well, in the work that I do, uh, developing my methodology, reading from smart people, always reading a little bit every day from my mentor, but also from the work side, training and coaching other people to become very competent in, in in the sales side of business. And that's it. I mean, and helping others to be strong and happy. It's continue to encourage others. We all need each other. And, you know, obviously the pandemic has taught us that we are very interconnected.
1: We are. I mean, let's talk about pandemic. I think a lot of people, you know, I think we we went through 2020. And at the end of 2020, we all heard, well, everything's going to be better next year. And then we go into 2021 and we're kind of in the same tunnel. But I think we also have to be conscious of, you know, what's the opportunity behind it? What did we learn from that? Mm. What are some of the things that in, in your own life and the work you do with clients um, and you are, uh, Denny. maybe before we go there, let's talk a little bit about what it really is that made you, in particular, in business, what you do now from inspiring entire teams on the marketing and sales side, um, what you do there, and then maybe we'll bring it back from there to, You know, what are some of the pieces that people have learned and you've observed with your clients that can maybe help some of the people who work in the fields that you generally serve and support? What can they take out of that? So tell us maybe a little bit about, you know, where else do you spend your time right now in a professional sense, coaching teams and inspiring entire organizations in that respect?
2: Well, obviously, everybody is in business to generate revenue and grow. Grow can be a form of revenue. There is non-monetary revenue right? Yes. Friendships and good collaboration with teams that can be there for you. But there is a, you know, a material and monetary side, which is the, the revenue of dollars and consideration for what you provide as a service or product. And that revenue engine is often done, con, done through the sales department and slash the marketing department, which are the commercial side of a business and for the longest time, you know I've always had a strong propensity to uh, reach out and engage with ease, uh, mm-hmm. new people, uh, reaching out my hand. My father was a you know a, a basic civil servant in the federal government of Canada. but uh, he became a municipal alderman and he was an entrepreneur with a softball team for 20 years found the sponsorships and organized the teams and everything. So I was always surrounded by people. My mother used to have Tupperware parties, very successful Tupperware representative, always loving to have people around. So I was nurtured with that. So for me it was easy, but I have found from having owned a call center, I have found that from working in sales organizations and tech companies and stuff, not everybody is really comfortable in reaching out to new people. It's a fear. There is a fear of themselves, a fear of what I call FOF, you know, fear of failure, fear of FOP, fear of people, and fear of success. There's a lot of people who are afraid of success because they don't know what happiness is. They're used to being into, you know, conflict. Their family was in conflict. They're always in conflict, and they're comfortable in the mud. Uh, So those are the areas, and I find that coaching them by my own personal challenges with those areas you know my parents always bickered at each other so you know it's it was tough and so i know more that than harmony whilst my wife is more into harmony and less conflict (laughs) so i'm learning she's my teacher and she's also practicing in like 40 years of practice so she is um quite uh inspiring and so um Coaching salespeople to prospect, to reach out to new business, is where I focus my energies and try to help people transform those competencies and make the you know make the poison become a medicine and a happy outcome. Because if you are able to get top of funnel and the pipeline really healthy with really interesting and highly validated you know opportunities, well your oppor- your propensity and your Um, chance of success for the company's annual quota attainment is highly more probable, right? So that's, and giving him confidence. I was just talking with someone before this uh, interview with you, and I was saying to them that Andrew Carnegie from the U.S. Steel Corporation in the 30s said that the principle of management that he focused on all his life, and he was Probably more wealthy in relative terms in the twenties than Bezos, and he said, "My principle for functioning my business is encouragement. Give people courage. Give them hope that they can transform that that particular situation that makes them suffer."
1: I love that. I love that, guys. I want to quickly do a reset, and uh, we're talking today. To somebody, we just talked about strength, right? And one of the things he said, there's physical, there's spiritual, and there's intellectual strength. We also talked about the fop, the faf, and the fuss All the fears of everything from success to people. And one of the great things he just said earlier, which I love, is he was talking about the willingness to will. As long as you got that, there's always the way to go from winter that ultimately turns into spring, and Sir Cam, whatever you're in, he's a weightlifter. He's a competitive athlete. He was a competitive pro athlete. Today he spends his time coaching and supporting marketing and sales teams to really change into high-performing culture teams. He's world-traveled. He speaks five languages, and I have the privilege. Besides that, he has the most obnoxious French name you've ever heard, Denis Champagne. Which I love. And I saw that popping up. I was like, is somebody making a joke here or is this real? And he knows as a friend. I said to him before, in case you're hearing and listening to this and you're thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe he's making fun of the guy's name. I asked his permission before that I'm willing to uh, that, that he's willing to allow me to say that. And so there he is again, Denis Champagne. And I'm privileged to call him a friend at this point. Um, and thank you for being with us today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, let's talk, um, you know, to kind of give it a little bit of a, of a, of a closure here. Some of the things that you, over the long journey between sports being a pro athlete, family, life, uh, parents, friends, some of the major lessons you've learned and also through your spiritual journey, some of the major lessons you've learned and that you think could be most impressionable to the people listening, share some of those.
2: You're, that's a loaded question
1: that's a totally loaded question
2: Pick,
1: i know if there's one two things that you think they they could be particularly impressionable uh, regardless of the question i just asked please uh, you know please do
2: okay well if you're in business i'm assuming a lot of people who come to this podcast are more entrepreneurs am i wrong
1: yeah some entrepreneurs some people just you know life uh business, students, um, we're really all over.
2: Yeah, well, you you know, you're, you you can't be one kind of business person and be another kind of person. So that's one fundamental lesson I've learned. You carry who you are everywhere in your 24 hours. So, you know, uh, really pay attention to yourself, listen to yourself, and honor that part. I was always pushing forward, Pushing yeah. inside the creative side of me. Oh, no, no, I'm a Cartesian. I'm a very, you know, very uh, uh, analytical. To the contrary, I'm very creative. And that's what has helped me to become, you know, good, I guess, at the work of prospecting and building new business because of being eloquent and sensitive to the other person. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Honor who you are like it's that takes time. I mean, be Mm -hmm. patient with yourself. That's what I'm saying. Be patient. Yeah. And if you're not there yet, or do you feel you're not there yet, you're going to be, you're going to work at your own clock to hell with everybody else's clock. Work on your clock, respect your clock and enjoy every day. Because like I said, my friend from one day to another, he was gone. And uh, you know, I thought Mm -hmm. I had a few more months he was already terminally ill, but he left faster than I thought. So, you know, take the time, you know, take the time because time will take you.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think the big part we got to remind ourselves of oftentimes is kind of shortness of life, right? Uh, I mean, I got to experience a little bit of that last year where you get that exclamation mark where you go, well, you got away with it this time. Um, and hopefully, you know, that was a reset button, which is going to last for a while and stays pushed in for a while and doesn't pop back up, So we got to push it again. Any final words. Well, let, let, before we go final words, let's talk about how, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to connect with you, what's the best way for people to connect with you and get in touch with you?
2: Well, the champagne on LinkedIn, fantastic, That's really a fantastic platform. There's over 800 million people on LinkedIn, by the way, I don't know if any, uh, any, many people know that. Uh, so it's an amazing platform. Um, and my company is Lotus Communications, L-O-T-U-S-C-O-M-M dot com. Nice. Uh, I'm coaching services and, and, and sales training, you know, for the top of funnel development and yep. inbound marketing. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> enjoy every day. I mean, you never know tomorrow, you know, like and I'm just I, every time I prospect a new client or I, I'm on the phone or I reach someone. I end up being able to reach them nine times out of ten. I will say, you know, uh, I'm you know my methodology, my method. But when I ask them how have they been, I don't ask them how they are. I ask them how have they been. There's a difference, mm-hmm. and I'm looking and I'm hoping that they will say, "I'm fine. How about you?" Yeah, because right away there's a connection if they can yeah. say, "How about you?"
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think that's. And I say,
2: and I say, I'm happy because I've eaten this morning. I'm going to sleep in a warm bed tonight. Maybe the last time. Maybe the you know continue, but I'm happy I have those basic stuff. Yeah. Very simple. Gratefulness,
1: gratefulness, and surrender. That's what I hear coming through there a lot.
2: I'm very appreciative. I mean, this new home we have in the last seven years. uh, Yeah, just. Yeah, I'm love super, it. super. Love crazy.
1: it, love it. Denis, I want to say thank you. This has been been an honor, guys. We're talking to Denis Champagne. He's located in North America, but actually in Canada. And you're exact. Where are you calling in from today? Montreal, Montreal, Montreal. If Formula you haven't been One. there,
2: jazz festival, Formula One. That's best exactly culture, right. Restaurants, That's... clothing, beautiful people.
1: That's exactly right. Great bagels. It's a fun, fun, yes. fun city. <laughs> and if you're on the East Coast, it's drive time, right? It's not difficult to get there. Now that the borders at the time when we're recording that, you can easily go back and forth again. Go up to Montreal. Have some fun. Have a good time. And while you're up there, connect with Denis Champagne on LinkedIn.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Guys, as the song says, we're out of time it's been an honor denny thank you thank you thank you Uh, immensely grateful i'm grateful for our friendship your wisdom and your willingness to share some of that wisdom here today new friends and old friends welcome if you are a new friend uh you can find us on all major platforms go hit that subscribe button if you're on apple if you're on spotify pandora or wherever else you get your podcast fix One of the things we're going to do is, before we started coming on that podcast, Denis shared some of his favorite music with me. And there is a thing that I got to listen to, which is by a band called Moonchild. And I said, that is a sexy song. So he said, you know, I only have good taste in music. So we're going to let you all who are listening right now enjoy some of that really cool music. It's jazz. It's jazz. I can see it, I can feel it, right in the middle of Montreal, it's bringing good memories back of the Jazz Festival. And hopefully in 2022, we'll be up there again for the Montreal Jazz Festival. That's a good reason for you and I to connect, Denny. Folks, thanks so much. My name is Stefan Turinger. I'm your host here at Raw Rants. Connect with me on social media as well. I'm on all major platforms. I'm on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. And come visit us at rawrants.com as well, or drop me a comment on LinkedIn. Let me know what you loved about this. Ask questions, connect with me. If you know somebody also who should be on this podcast and can be of service and support to you, to me, to the community, love to have them here as well. Or maybe you who's listening, you're that person. We're going to kind of groove it out here with Moonchild. The appropriateness of the title is Don't Wake Me. me, me. Denny, thank you very much again. Thank you. And there's only one thing left.
2: Heart
1: heart. I'm going to have to do this in a jazzy way now. And that is. Denny.
2: Yeah,
1: and Stefan. Holdin out.
0: For
1: out. I
0: You've been listening to Raw Rants. Our hope is to interview guests that will help you leap ahead by learning from them, their experiences, their hardships, and their wins. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, check out the website at rawrants.com and find us on Instagram and Facebook at Raw Rants Podcast. See you next time on Raw Rants. Raw Rants.